All right, guys, welcome to my podcast. This is our official first episode of the Unscripted Gemini, and we're opening with a hard episode. I guess we're gonna be talking about how we process emotions and how emotional stability is important for everyone. I am doing this episode with one of my good friend Jacob. What up? So I, how long have we been friends? Just a couple of years. Yeah, honestly, it's. I say a few years. Yeah, well, so we've been friends for a few years, and obviously Jacob's a little bit older than me, so I tried. <laughs> Sorry. Not that that matters. It does, <laughs> okay, it doesn't matter that much. Well, I guess in li- terms of life experience. Yeah, in yes. terms of life experience, I bring a lot to the table. Like I tend to, you know, go to him when I need suggestions on life-related subjects. So today we are going to talk about emotions and how we process them. So first of all, I think emotional stability for all adults, uh, yeah, all adults are tested every day by like, you know, our social life, our financial security. And for many of us, our emotions have just gone into overdrive and we are drowning in a myriad of feelings that we have no idea what to do, aka me. Agreed. So like, I'm really horrible with, you know, dealing with my emotions. Like, I don't know how to process them. Like, sometimes I just get in this mood and I'm just like, what is this? Like, I don't know what I'm feeling. I just know that it's, you know. It's because you've never felt it before? Um, I don't know <clears> if it's <throat> not that I've never felt it before. Just like <clears throat> some, like sometimes, you know, a very tiny thing can happen and it just like triggers some sort of feeling. Mm-hmm. And like, I don't know what exactly that is. Hmm. So I looked up the definition of what emotions are. Is this Webster Wiki? Who was it? No, just Google. Just Google? Okay. Yeah, it's just Google. Okay. So emotions are internal reaction to a specific stimulus. And we have five emotions that we feel, I guess. So fear, joy, anger, sadness, and disgust. So out, I know there are only five emotions, but there is like thousands of feelings that we feel when we do have emotions, I guess. So feelings are a conscious subjective experience of emotions. So I think when, um, you know, something makes you sad, you feel sad, but there's like a lot more that, you know, go into it. Sure. And when people don't, yeah, there's definitely layers of that. And then when you don't process your emotions well, that can, I feel like that can lead to like a lot of different things, you know, I think the layers start stacking. Yeah. Once you start stacking, like when you don't know what to do, like for me, sometimes when I just feel like for my breakup. So we're just gonna use that as an example. Sure. Like when I first stopped talking to the guy that I was talking to, like I was feeling, I guess sad, but like to me, I didn't know that I was feeling sad. It was just like an empty feeling that I didn't know what to do. Cause you were talking to somebody regularly every single day and like all of a sudden that stops. And like something that I usually do, I'm not doing anymore. So to me, it was just like, I don't I, know what that was. I've so, been there. For me, it's a state of confusion. I'm, I'm is confu- that what you call it? Yeah. Because, I mean, I wouldn't say empty, but definitely confused. Cause, right. Because me, I tend to do like one plus one equals two. Right. Psychologic. Right. Obviously, the whole engineering school and all that. <laughs> we, we, the whole logical thing. Yeah. Sounds like, how did this happen type of thing. Right. And if I can't make sense of it, it drives me nuts. And so I tend to just either really dive into work, dive into working out, or I just binge movies and eat ice cream. Yeah, which so, which no one knows. I binge movies and eat. I, I I'll eat ice cream. Like I, I love ice cream, but really, I'll, that's so that that's that's what you do. That's what you do to deal with it. 
I love ice cream. I mean, so I mean, if you're if you're a person like Jacob who knows how to like you know process emotions and figure out what you're feeling or how you know how you're feeling, I guess it shouldn't be that hard for you to process that. But for a person like me, like you just said, like it's like a state of confusion. I didn't even know that was a state of confusion I was in. I just did. I just feel like I didn't know what to do. Mm-hmm. Like I was just feeling empty. Like I, like I, I wasn't eating. It's either like I would not eat for the whole day. And then by like 11 p.m., I'm sitting there eating everything. Well, yeah, I mean, you got to eat. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Jacob. Okay. No shit. I'm no MD, but. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I'm just trying to say like when you don't process your emotions well, mm-hmm. like that can lead to a lot of different things like stress eating. It's a chemical or like Yeah, or like not eat or you might lash out on people that you really care for, for or you just, you know, block yourself in and be depressed and sure. that, you know that goes into a whole nother um like object so today we really want to um talk about like what we can do to process these emotions so i think there's from my personal experience i think there are three stages for you to process your emotions your feelings so first you have to understand it and then you have to make sense of it and then you decide to deal with it do you agree? Not agree? You want to add? You said you have to understand it. Yeah. Make sense of it. Mm-hmm. And then deal with it. Mm-hmm. I could agree. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think the hardest part is actually understanding it. Right. Like, sometimes I still don't, like, I still have trouble, like, not understanding why I'm feeling a certain way. But um, you just got to keep reminding yourself that you just, you can't stop. You just got to have, you just have to move forward. But um and i think initially you won't fully understand it you kind of like i guess at that moment in time you feel like you do understand it which maybe is part of also the making it make sense yeah it kind of kind of bleeds bleeds into that and so but then later on looking back you you'll finally fully understand it right and then it'll fully make sense yeah and then at that point you wouldn't likely have already ideally dealt with it right but then it becomes a more of just life experience that you can throw that in the life experience bucket yeah for sure um but i think like at the beginning understanding is more like understanding it for yourself like make sense of it for yourself whatever way that you need to look at it to make it make sense that's why you need to look at it it doesn't matter like oh maybe i should think of it as this or maybe i should think of it as that we're just gonna use my breakup as another example we're just we're just gonna use that for this yeah, one what's wrong with it so it's your like, show I, Oh, that's going to come up a lot, I feel like. Um, but what we'll, <laughs> Stop! First of many. <laughs> I feel like my breakup kid... Like, I can write a book about this breakup. And write a then, book or host a podcast, one of the two. Well, we got the Here podcast one going, Here right? We Here we are. So well, when the breakup first happened, um, it was it did not make any sense to me. And I was just like, everything was great, The you know, the day before... And then the very next day, it's like, I'm not ready. Or like, I can't, I can't do this. Like, we're getting too serious. It like makes no sense. So I was, at first I was having the hardest time, like trying to understand, like, why do I feel this way? Why, like, why should I feel this way? This guy obviously wants like nothing to do with me. Like, why would I, why would I do this? So as days go on and like, I talk to people, I realize it's not that like, um, it's not that he there's nothing it's it's not something that he did it's i needed to accept the fact that it was over it was over like he doesn't want to be here 
So me torturing myself over this little thing is not going to do me any good. So like at this point, I've figured out (laughs) my first stage is, okay, I understand this relationship is over. He is not coming back. And then I have to make sense of it, like to, you know, to tell myself it's okay for you to feel sad or like it's okay for you to feel depressed or whatever way I was feeling like this just happened. It's totally okay. I just had to accept it. And then my way of dealing with it, which I still don't, I don't even know how I deal with it. I just kind of. Have you dealt with it? I think I'm still dealing with it. Okay. So what are you doing? So I, I think I'm still dealing with it. Like just, you know, try and find other things to do, getting distracted. Like I was, you know, when this was happening, I was in the process of looking for a new job. So like I had to push myself to get up every day. There's like people sending me message on LinkedIn or like people sending me emails. Like I could be laying in bed at like eight o'clock in the morning, wide awake and just staring at my computer and I won't respond to those emails. Nothing. Nothing. Like I would oh, just, wow. I would just look at the screen and be like, I need, I'll just tell myself, you know, like I need to respond to this. Like I need to respond to this. Like my life like, I literally didn't give a shit about what was going on Been there. in my life. Yeah. Because I was so focused on why would he do this to me? Mm-hmm. Because it made sense. Like, I, you know, I understand now what the issue was is that he's he's gone. Like, he's not coming back. Mm-hmm. And then I'm sitting there like, I can't make sense of it. Like, why would he do this? And then you go into the like, am I not good enough? You know, what did I do wrong? Like, I just want to know. Yeah. It's like it was my fault. Like, it was my fault. Yeah. And then, you know, obviously, as a Gemini... I want to know answers. Is that how Geminis are? So, like, we really, like, we love to talk. (laughs) (laughs) It's the podcast. (laughs) Obviously. Like, we love to talk. Okay. But we also want answers. So, when when something happens, like, I want to know, oh, why did you do this? Or, like, you know, what was the reason behind this? Because that gets the conversation going. Okay. So, like, me laying in bed looking at all my (laughs) job hunting emails, I'm sitting there thinking in my head, why did this guy do this to me? Oh, man. So, <laughs> it was so bad because it, it doesn't make sense All these to me. opportunities coming. Yeah, all these opportunities <laughs> coming. I'm like, I don't give a shit about my future. I just want to know why you left me. So I would, um, like, honestly, I would send him messages and be like, I just want to know why. And obviously, I had no answer. Oh, like you would actually reach out to this dude? Yes. Be like, why? Yeah. Also, another thing about Gemini's, you can tell us what's the right thing to do. We will never listen. We're going to do the... So ex- y'all are stubborn. Yeah, we're going to do the exact opposite. And But once we realize we're wrong, we're going to admit it like, oh, I fucked up. I should have listened to you. Will ya? Yeah, okay. I will. What? It's like once we realize we're wrong, mm-hmm. we will be like, okay, I should not have done that. But it takes time for us to realize what's the right thing to do. Okay. But sidetracked. Anyway, I would, like, I would message him and I'll be like, you know, what... You know what was wrong like i will literally be like i can be patient you know just trying to like put the effort forward i guess to try and make it make sense i think it was like one day um, one of the recruiters working for the company i just signed the offer with she sent me a follow-up email because on her first email i actually responded and i said yeah we can you know we can talk about the opportunity i would love to know more information and she sent me some time slots to say oh we can talk about it at this time this time or this time and i never responded to her and because i was thinking about why like why why he would leave me it was so bad and then she actually sent me a follow-up email 
um, about two days later and was just like, hey, I just want to check in. Like, I didn't, you know, hear back from you. Hope yeah. everything is okay. Like, if you're still interested in the opportunity, please, please let me know and, you know, we'll talk. Sounds like Hugh and Haley today hitting me up are you okay did you get kidnapped so jacob disappeared on his way to this podcast recording session for no reason we had no idea why i was why. with my mother for the record showing off his new car oh jacob tell, tell them what what car did you get i got a jaguar f type r i love it rich i don't i wouldn't claim to be rich it's a Sim it's a rich car. It's simply negotiations that took place in my favor. That's all that was. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> we'll go back to the podcast. About, about, we can talk about your car later. So when, she, when I saw that message and I was like, oh, my God, like, I really need to respond. Because yes. like, she, made, like, she made me feel like she generally cared because she was just like, oh, we, you know, we said we'll talk and you never reach back out. So I just want to check in to see if you're okay. And I was like. A recruiter fucking cares about me and wanted to follow up to see if I'm doing okay. <laughs> and that dude is not oh, even oh, answering my questions. <laughs> you know what? That, that That's the moment I'm like, yes. This is ridiculous. This is, what, me? Yes. <laughs> I know. Yeah. At that moment, you're like, Gigi, who are you? <laughs> yes. Who have you become? Yes. Yeah. Good. That was literally my moment. I was Gosh, like, I'm a glad recruiter that can care about you and send you a follow-up message. But this dude that you've been dating can't even give you an answer about why he would leave you. Because all these dudes ain't shit. That, that is true. So that's, so, you know, obviously I followed up and I got the job. Boom. And I just signed the offer this week. Boom. So, yeah, that's that. Now she's rich. I'm not, I'm just, <laughs> I'm just trying to get back to the grind. So now I've made sense of it. When I can, you know, move on to the third stage. I think you made sense of the person you had become that wasn't you. And you were like, this is not right. And it clicked. And then you started dealing with it by just pushing forward. I mean, it was still, that person was still me. Like, it was me. Like, we obviously, as a Gemini, we have two sides. Yeah. There's a side that... If, so it's really like for people that I care about, mm -hmm. I'll go out of my way to like help them, listen to them, do whatever I do to like, you know, obviously have them in my life. Okay. But for the people that I don't really care for or just like some random strangers, I can give no fucks about what you do. There it is. Like, you know, <laughs> you do whatever you want to do won't hurt my feelings. But if it's somebody I actually care about, like it's going to really hurt my feelings and like mess up my mind. Sure. So like, I know like obviously him and I really didn't date for that long. But we were friends before and you know what they say like some people can make you feel something in two months and then other people can't make can't even make you feel that in like two years so like i know it's probably just me feeling the connection i don't know about you know on his side we will never get answers because guys ain't shit they're never gonna tell you but so now i'm moving on to the i will deal with this stage there's still like i still wake up every day thinking that Oh, like I didn't get a like a good morning text or whatever because we used like I used to yeah. get that from him like every day. You still day. wake up like wanting that. I still wake up like. So I'll text you. <laughs> <laughs> What's please. up? Hi, Jacob. Please send me a good morning text yeah, every I'll morning. I'll text you in Spanish. Buenos dias. <laughs> All right, that works. But like, I'll still wake up in the morning and then it still cross my mind, but it won't ruin my day like it would before. Mm -hmm. So I think I deal with it in a way that. I'm just gonna, you know, do my own thing. 
There are things I didn't want to, like, I would go, I went on walks. You know, there's days I just didn't want to even leave my bed, but then I'll make myself get out of bed just, yeah. you know, just to go walk. Like, I'll go walk, like, two, three miles at a park. And I will not be thinking about anything. Like, I'll just be walking and listening to music, and I have no thoughts. But that's, like, my way of dealing with it. And obviously, starting this podcast. Have you thought about walking without music? No. Why would I do that? To hear everything else around you. I'm at a park. Nature. Nature has its own vocals. Is that what you do? Do you walk without? When I run on the Katy Trail, Uh I don't have headphones. You run without music. Yeah. Hmm. Because I, I want to, me personally, I want to hear what's around me. So because also when I first started running distances, are you afraid that you might get kidnapped? Is that why? Like, <laughs> you, you never know who's 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 around. Okay, I'll, I'll say this: in 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 the area I used to do do my runs in, mm-hmm. it wasn't a great area, so I would run without music, without headphones, because yeah, I wanted to know if someone's about to run up on me. Or if there's a car coming or whatever. So I just got used to it. So now I just don't need music when I run. Hmm. But also That's... but also whenever you're you're hearing everything else, it also draws your attention to that and away from what's, you know, bothering you. Hmm. I just honestly zone out when I listen to music. Like you just like... don't hear the music when you zone out or like I'll hear the music, but that's about it. Like I have no thoughts crossing my mind whatsoever. Really? Yeah, I'll just be walking and like listening to music, or like sometimes I guess I'll see a squirrel. I'm like, what? Are, where is that little shit going? Like little <laughs> things like that. But why does it gotta be a little shit? <laughs> but you know, no actual. He's just trying thoughts. to get a nut. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's like my way of dealing with it. But yeah, there's so many other things that you can do with that. But I just think it's important that you allow yourself to feel whatever you're feeling. Sure. I think it's it's okay to feel a certain way because your feelings is like a message to you. Like it's a sign that like, hey, you need to understand something. Like obviously this thing is making you feel like this. Mm-hmm. You need to understand why you're feeling like this. For sure. And I think for people who don't want to deal with it, it just, you know, stacks it on. Because when... When I when this breakup first happened, I didn't want to deal with it. it oh, was, you got to deal with it. I obviously didn't. No. You know I didn't. No. Oh, well. Like I wouldn't. Like I would just. Got to deal with it. People just would ask me like, "Hey, let's go do this and let's go do that," and then I would say, "Yeah, let's do that," but then I would go back to like the feeling sad or like feeling depressed way, and then I'll cancel my plans. Really. Yeah, and I'll just like lay in my bed all day because I didn't want to deal with it. I didn't want to have to think. You know, I don't want to. I didn't. I didn't want to understand why I was feeling sad because I think deep down I knew exactly why I was sad. Yeah. I just didn't want to deal with that truth. I mean, if you don't deal with it, it just lingers. Yeah. So, so I think, it's basically a sprained ankle. If you don't deal with it, it's gonna linger. Tell and Haley that. That's another podcast. Haley, if you're if you're listening, <laughs> go deal with your ankle. <laughs> oh man. I know, but you know, at first I didn't deal with it, but feelings are definitely a sign that like, hey here's your here's the issue it's mm-hmm. making you feel this way deal with it we're human yeah and once you understand where that feeling is coming from i think um it's it's gonna be easier for you to process like obviously i think processing emotions or feelings it's a very complicated thing and sometimes you might need mm-hmm. you it's know, painful yeah it is painful and then for me obviously it's like it's just a breakup so i could yeah. deal with it myself but a lot of other people out there are going through, you know, more major issues 
say like a divorce mm -hmm. or a loved one passed away i think with that you can you know seek for professional help you know go talk to a therapist and mm -hmm. i know it's not really cheap but um do what you gotta do you, you have to do what you gotta do yeah. you can't you can't hold that in you have to go talk to somebody and i like i like talking to a therapist because i i was seeing a therapist because um my dad passing away and it's really nice to talk to a third party who does not know you mm -hmm. so they don't already have that um picture of you painting their head sure and they're just they're just there it's to lessen slate, yeah yeah they're just there to lessen they don't know what else is going on in your life it's you are telling them whatever's mm -hmm. going on in your life the way you want to you want to tell so i think sometimes that's a good thing for people to do but i mean i personally prefer going to my friends yeah because i think my friends are so savage that they'll literally tell me <laughs> like we're, you know, we're the best friends anyone could ever have no they'll literally sit there and tell me like why the fuck are you crying there it is are you done are you done crying are you gonna go back to your bad bitch mood now you know turn that switch back on <laughs> literally they'll say that and then sometimes that works sometimes that works tough love i know but occasionally i just need one of those i'm gonna fucking cry and just, Which crown is okay. Yeah, crown is definitely however, okay. However, it, it gets to a point where the tears do have to stop. And you do have to get back to who you were, which is obviously Savage Gigi. It's like, I run this shit kind of mentality type of thing. Right, but I don't want to, like, I don't think people should put a timeline on how no. long you should cry. Because there's no, there's no tell. All you have to do is, I'll, you know, say I cried for two hours last week. Maybe try only cry for an hour. <laughs> This week. <clears throat> I mean, it's progress, you know? Yeah, yeah, you just gotta get a little bit better every mm. single day. However, I mean, I, I I do think sometimes, like, if 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 it does go on for, you know, a, it, what could be labeled as a long duration, you're, you're, you almost, your body and your mind get used to that. Mm -hmm. And so this is where the tough love comes in to kind of snap, snap out of it. Yeah. Because literally, like, your body goes into, like, a cycle yeah. of just, okay, it's, it's time to cry or it's time, it's time to feel depressed. Yeah. Like your body physically gets, because it's a different chemical reaction that's going on within within you, and so to basically snap out of it, yeah, this is where we come in. Hey, what are you doing? Let's go, type of shit. Yeah, I agree. And I mean, it like sometimes it's like your sad feeling or your depressed feeling will s still come back, and I think people also have to understand like that's okay for you to. Like, say you're like, um, oh, I'm doing so good this week. Like, why on a Friday night? Why am I feeling sad? Like, that's okay. Because mm -hmm. you still, you're still dealing with it. And then it's okay for that sure. to happen. Like, I cried today when I, um, like, when I got my... Because I was late. No. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. No. So when I, so I just got my logo design back for this podcast. So when I first got it, I was right very, on. I was very excited. Uh -huh. And... Per usual, I wanted to share with my friends, and it just hit. And honestly, I was gonna text him and be like, "Oh my god! Like, look, I oh, finally got my like, I yeah. finally got my logo design." <clears throat> and then that's when it hits me. I'm like, "Oh, you guys are not talking." No, you can't. It's done. You can't send it to him. No. I mean, technically, I could just not be send it to me. Probably like no response. So obviously, no, I'm not gonna no, do that, that to that's myself. That's not an option. So I, I had a you know a moment where I'm just like. I really want to send this to oh, him, but shit. I know I can't send this to him because he's not going to respond to me and I'm going to look like an idiot. Like, I cried for about five mm -hmm. minutes. 
When, the, that's only five minutes. Yeah, but it's most still, people spend more time in the restroom than that. So I mean. Yeah, but I mean, still, like you know, the the same feeling came back, and I think people need to understand that it's okay for that to happen. You just have to, you know, continue moving forward. What, what I see too much of these days is everyone wants to act like nothing phases them. They all want to be, oh, I'm tough, strong, positive vibes only. I don't, you know, I I don't, I don't need anything or anybody. Mm-hmm. It's like no, like we're human. We we're that's we're we're filled with emotions and feelings. That's what that's how we're supposed to live. That's how we live. Yeah. It's like you don't have to be tough a thousand percent of the time. Like calm down, shit. Yeah. So and then the you know like there's people who don't ever cry. They just keep suppressing, 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 and you know they just they then they deep dive into depression. It's just it all bottles up and they never let it out. It's it's horrible. It's like yeah. we're human. Like people need to people forget about the human factor. Yeah, for sure. And I know that it's really hard for people to deal with emotions because naturally we only want to associate <laughs> ourselves with positive energy. Like anything <laughs> negative, we just want to, you know, slip yeah. under the rug. We don't yeah. want to deal with it. It's like, come on, let's yeah. be real about this. Yeah, but like sometimes when there's too much, you know, shit under the <laughs> rug, you might want to just lift that quarter up and sweep lift some of it, it up. up. Lift it up, sweep it out. It's totally okay. Get your okay. vacuum, your Swiffer, whatever you just get rid of that. Just get rid of it. You cannot keep that in. No. And like I said, I use my friends so much um, when, you know, when things like this, because sometimes when I don't, when I can't make sense of what I'm feeling, usually my friends can make sense of what I'm feeling because they're looking in from the outside. Like, here's what we see what's happening. Mm -hmm. Here's what we think, you know, you're dealing with. And once somebody tells you that, then you can kind of put together like, okay, this is probably why I feel this way. But then I think the very first step, like, you, you have to label that. Like, you have to label it in your head. Like, say, I'm feeling sad or I'm feeling depressed. You have to label that feeling before you start processing You have to acknowledge it. it. Yeah. I am depressed. Yeah. I feel terrible. I just, I don't yeah. want to do shit. Yeah, and that, that is yeah. totally okay. Because then once you've acknowledged that you're, that's what you're doing, then you go on to, you know, actually deal with it. Yeah. So. Actually, I, I remember in college, mm-hmm. the I didn't have my first girlfriend until college, so I didn't either. Yeah. You, you oh know, no, I think you, I think you, I, you didn't have your first girlfriend until college. I mean, my <laughs> Jacob, <laughs> my first boyfriend. But yeah, so <clears throat> her and I weren't together long at all. But whenever right. we broke up, <clears throat> I went through the whole like, what's going on? Right. And then it was just. I was too poor as a college student to go buy liquor. So I was like, I just want to drink and drink myself to where I don't remember shit. Uh-huh. So I was like, I had no money for it. Mm-hmm. So then I, I was like, well, let me just go do some exercise to go play something. Mm-hmm. So then I found out the gym we had on campus had racquetball. So I would do racquetball like five times a week. Oh my God. And so then I just started really liking racquetball and I got good just at getting it. getting shaped too. Yeah. It was... <clears throat> ah, excuse me. Uh. <laughs> it was... It was like, I didn't realize how good of a workout it was, but at the same time, I just go, I got so wrapped up in it, I was good. Yeah. And so like, that that was for that relationship, how I dealt with it ending. Yeah. It was just kind of, it was, and then another relationship that ended, I started going to salsa lessons every week. Hmm. And so with that, because I was so, like when I was in the class, I was so wrapped up in it, everything that I would think about outside of that class, I didn't think about. And so it almost felt therapeutic. Oh, because you, when you're in class, you're not thinking about anything yeah. else but what's going on in the class. And so I think those sessions just repeatedly just 
kind of evened out the you know all the what the dopamine the serotonin whatever goes on in your head mm-hmm. you know that's off whenever you're just feeling down mm-hmm. i think it really just kind of level that out you know it's almost like treatment and so yeah. after like after what three four months of that i was feeling good again yeah so i it, you know it just it, it takes time yeah it kind of just kind of very yeah. it, obviously it takes time but right. it just but I, I do think there is like a, a chemical balance you have to get back to and so you do have to do something that just completely like takes your mind away from whatever's bothering you mm-hmm. because you're like your body will like it's almost an addiction your body gets used to that right right so. i agree and since you were talking about buying not be able to buy liquor <laughs> i do not recommend drinking while you're going through things okay maybe <laughs> like a glass of wine it's okay like with friends like go mm-hmm. out to dinner have a glass of wine but i do not recommend getting drunk because we've all been there done mm-hmm. that send that 3 a.m text message and be like i miss you can i see you like, I just want to see you. <clears throat> We've all done that. I just did if that. If you do it, be around friends that will take your phone away from you. I was around friends. Did they take your phone away? We weren't around. We weren't no, around. you guys, I, I was I was around some um, other friends who didn't really fully know, like, what was uh, happening. Um, they just thought that, like, they just thought, like, they they still think that we were, I, you know, we were still dating. So mm, they didn't say, oh, like, you. don't, you know, don't text him or whatever. Right on. But yeah. obviously, we weren't talking mm-hmm. anymore i sent a 3am text and oh. i was hammered <laughs> like i didn't even know i sent that text message until the next morning when i opened my phone up to text Haley that i was hung- i was so hungover <laughs> and i see my first text message was to david uh. and i said i miss you can you please come over oh man yeah so ladies or <laughs> and guys i do not recommend getting drunk when you're feeling some type of way about a breakup. Hopefully you get drunk enough, you don't know how to operate your phone, so. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's either that you get drunk enough to where you can't even manage to use your phone, or don't get drunk at all. But, I mean, we've all been there, done that. Yeah. It's it's totally okay. Life lessons. I mean, because then you feel like you're almost embarrassed by it, and you're like, I don't want to feel that same embarrassment. Yeah, like, I was definitely embarrassed the next day. Like, I cried for about an hour and a half in bed. Oh, (laughs) gosh. Because I was so oh, embarrassed. It's like, oh my God, like I, I did not do that. Do your but eyes I did. get really puffy when you cry? Yes. I was so sad. I literally was crying. I was like, why did I do this? So like, were your eyes sore? I mean, God, that's such a long session. Jeez. You saw me after the cry session. It was on Haley's birthday brunch. That's how I was late. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Damn, I never would have thought. <laughs> wow. Yep. I was late to a birthday brunch because I was crying. Damn, that was, was like two weeks ago. Last week or that yeah, was last yeah, that weekend. That was last weekend. Whoa. <laughs> yeah, I'm telling like oh, there's no man. timeline how you deal with it. Like I'm doing obviously I'm getting better, but I got drunk on a Friday night and I sent a 3 a.m. text, <laughs> and the next day I was very embarrassed about it. So I cried for about an hour and a half and was late to a good friend's birthday brunch. That's a hell of game face. I n- I never would have thought that, like ever. I mean, really? Yeah. Yeah, I, I, call, I called my friend crying. I was like, I'm so sorry. I'm going to have to be late because I have to finish cry first before I can get ready. Well, Hayley's a good friend because she didn't tell us that. She just said, like, you're running late because she had to go pick something up. Oh, my God. Yeah. Really? I, I didn't know. Well, yeah, because, like, we rode with Haley. Mm-hmm. And so, and actually, yeah, because she said, or either you were, like, you were going with Paige or something like that. I uh-huh. don't know. Uh-huh. But it wasn't because of 
crying. Like I was crying. Yeah. See, that's a good friend right wow. there. That's what you need. But yeah. I so I think it's learn totally, something new every yeah, day. Yeah, it's totally okay when you think you're over it and then something triggers you and then you go back to it. I wouldn't recommend the hour and a half session. <laughs> I mean, I'm just an emotional person. I, I would. That. I don't recommend the hour and a half crying mm-hmm. session either. I'm very embarrassed, and I hope David never listens to this podcast. Wow. <laughs> oh, oh, I'm so embarrassed. He's gonna be like, "Oh my god, mm-hmm. she liked me that much." <clears throat> I mean, don't don't be embarrassed about the crying session. The text, okay. I mean, that that's. But- <laughs> okay, we've all been there, done that. It's okay. Mm, it happens. Like, just don't let it happen again. Yeah. I mean, I'll just stay away from alcohol. <clears throat> I'm not saying they didn't do that either. <laughs> I'm just not going to get drunk because I feel like once I'm drunk, that might happen again. You got to you gotta get it out. How, yeah. However you get it out. I mean. Yeah. So, but yeah. So, easy way to put it for whenever you're processing your emotions or your feelings. First, you really got to call yourself <clears throat> out. You have to get, <clears throat> you have, you know, you have to level with yourself. You got to own it. You got to own it. Like, hey. This is what I'm feeling. I, I, you know, I know what I'm feeling now. And then you got to, and then you obviously move on to the, I'm going to try to understand why and then make sense of it. But also remember you're processing as you go. I would not rush anything. Like you can't think this, something just happened yesterday and like snap of a finger. No. The next day you're okay. Definitely not. You have to give yourself Because we're human, time. not robots. Yes. You have to give yourself time. And it's okay sometimes that you take, you know, five steps forward and you take a step back. Also have to tell yourself that is okay as well. Yeah, I mean. Because shit happens. Because really taking steps back is just kind of loading yourself up to launch forward. That's right. That's really, that's, that's all it is. Yeah, really. so take five steps forward, take a step back, and then take another five steps. Mm-hmm. So, and then eventually you're going to be okay. I had one ex. It wasn't this last one, but the one before. I was like, I was, I was just like, it was ended like that, just really all of a sudden, out the blue, you know. But then I found out later on, like, actually, like, what was actually going on, and I was like, oh my gosh, I, I was, I'm better off, <laughs> like, not with that person. But, uh, but I, I got to a point with her that I was like, I'm just tired of feeling sad. Right. Like, I'm tired of it. I'm done. So you called yourself out. Yeah, and then like literally yeah. after that, I was good. I just it obviously that yeah you just have was, to you know get with yourself yeah, I was like, to make I'm sure done. you I'm, understand I'm, I'm done being sad so after that everything just went went started uptrending and I was good that's good I'm curious to see what I'm gonna find out what's really happening you know with this breakup like I'm curious to see I'm sure later on I, I'll find out like what really happened I wouldn't be curious about it it'll just expose itself when it does yeah obviously i'm still dealing with it because which is okay because like with like with that situation mm-hmm. um, once i was like i'm done being sad then i just i just quit thinking about it and like mm-hmm. i mean obviously i wouldn't ask around and be like oh blah 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 right right, right. but then <clears throat> uh, excuse me. then i found out when i found out later it was just somebody just told me about this stuff right and i was like holy hell what and, yeah. you know and so it just it exposed itself yeah it's just so, gonna surface on its own yeah like, I mean, like, I don't really think about him like I used to do, obviously. But, you know, when exciting things happen, mm-hmm. your brain is still like, oh, my God, you have to go tell David. <laughs> or, you, you know, th- certain things like that. But other than that, I think I'm doing pretty good. So that's um, good. Hopefully I'll be done with, you know, the deal with this stage. But I think the moral of the story is people do not keep your feelings inside under the rug. 
You have to sweep it out, call yourself out, and deal with it. You're human. You are human. And it's okay to have emotions. It's okay to have feelings. Yeah. And it's okay for guys to cry also. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm a man. I've cried. We all have. I will probably, I'm sure I'll cry, <clears throat> cry again in the future, you know, just... just Hopefully the, not. It's a human fact. I mean, like, stuff's going to happen. I yeah. mean, it, it could be out of joy, you know? I yeah, mean, you never know. Yeah. But yeah, people, don't keep your feelings inside. Sweep, no. sweep it out of the, you know, the rug that you're hiding it from. And then... Yeah, don't just buy a bigger rug. Don't buy a bigger rug. Just deal with it. It's, you know, it's okay. So, after listening to this podcast, deal with whatever feeling that you deal with it, that you deal with. Try and understand it and get better. Yes. Agree? All right. Well, that's a wrap. Thank you all for tuning in for our first official episode. I'm so excited. First of many. Yep. All right. We'll see you guys next round. Peace out. Bye.